In this episode, we're tackling the three brains inside your body. I actually wrote a humorous book as the Instruction Manual for Life a few years ago, and it covered this topic. But with or without humor, it's a serious matter if you want to live life on your terms. This is the Heart Body Business Podcast. Inspiration, tips, and tools for entrepreneurs seeking a more fulfilling type of success. One that stems from exploring and expressing their true passion and purpose and finding healthy ways to do so. All coupled with insights and action items to get a business moving in the right direction. I'm Steve, your host, and I invite you to learn more at heartbodybusiness.com. We were indeed in the midst of crazy times in mid-2020 when I released a book called Game Manual, The Ultimate Easter Egg. For those of you who aren't gamers, an Easter egg is something that's hidden within a video game that isn't necessarily part of the game. It's a bonus for digging deeper, going somewhere or doing something unusual to find it. So this book was written as if we're all living in a virtual reality game, which is a popular theory these days. The book was meant to be written by the coders of this game we're in, written as an instruction manual for playing and winning the game of life. After all, everyone's always complaining that there is no instruction manual for life. This book was humorously written as if it were the actual manual that few have ever found. In short, the ultimate Easter egg. Now, I had fun with the presentation, but I shared a lot of ideas worth exploring in it. And maybe the most important was that we are programmed by and operate from a three-brain system. The reality is... We do not only have neurons in the brain inside our heads. We also have neurons in the heart and in the gut. In fact, there's a ton of research about how the gut affects your mood and activities. And the heart seems to send more information to the brain in your head than the other way around. Now, for the sake of simplicity, I'll refer to the brain in your head simply as your brain. I don't really want to say head brain, heart brain, and gut brain. Because what I really mean by three brains anyway is that we have three primary information processing centers, the brain, the heart, and the gut. See, one of my key beliefs about the brain is that it's an antenna system, that it's the visible means by which consciousness interacts with our bodies. So following on that, the brain is not our only antenna system. The heart and gut are antenna systems as well. Consciousness interacts with us through all these centers. Now, I'll come back to this in a moment, but first I think it's worth saying something about this podcast because here we're venturing into consciousness and we're going to get a little esoteric here. I can imagine someone wondering how this is going to help them in business. Heart body business is a threefold concept. We dive deep inside ourselves to find our purpose and passions. We express this first through the health of our body, environment, and relationships, and then we bring this direction and holistic health into our businesses to make sure we're aimed right and being fulfilled. So, yes. 
as a podcast, we'll talk about business right into specific tools and tips and strategies and so on. But we'll talk about it in this holistic sense. I would never start a business without thinking about its purpose and laying out a plan of action. You start from the foundations and work out from there. From a broader view, we're doing the same thing by starting from inside ourselves, moving to outside ourselves, then ending in our businesses as the ultimate extension of healthy versions of our true selves. There are so many good resources for those who just want tips on running their businesses. So my intention is to go deeper, to really gather the entrepreneurs who want to work on themselves from the inside out while also growing in their businesses. In fact, as a way of growing the best possible business for themselves. So yes, that's why we're talking about consciousness today. And I can only say we'll do it often. Philosophy, inspiration, and practicality. We'll do it all. If that sounds like a fun and good use of your time, then, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the mailing list so we can keep hanging out. But for today, back to consciousness. You can take this as a literal explanation, or you can take it as metaphorical. It doesn't really matter as long as we understand how it impacts us. In the end, we're moved by three forces, and I describe them as coming through these centers. Now, notice I did not say that your consciousness interacts with you through these centers. I said consciousness in general. You've probably seen those cartoons where a character is facing some decision and has a devil whispering in one ear and an angel whispering in the other. And of course, spiritual traditions imply that we have good and evil forces influencing our decisions. Well, in my view, there is something to this. In fact, there is a concept of mass consciousness, wherein an entire species shares a single consciousness. Research has even shown, for instance, that if you teach rats to run a maze, over time, that species of rats will learn to run it more quickly, even if they're halfway around the world. This is just one example of many where members of a species affect one another in ways that a conventional sense of consciousness and individuality doesn't explain. This isn't to say we have no individual consciousness, but I do believe humans are connected in a similar way, that our thoughts have some level of influence on one another, which, if true, implies considerable responsibility, not for the thoughts entering our heads necessarily, but for those we give energy to, those we entertain. Those, perhaps, affect other people around us and perhaps around the world. Now, this is a far deeper topic than something we're covering in today's episode, but I'm going to touch on these three centers at a high level as the basis for a general philosophy that I'll often speak from. The gut center is related to the body. It reacts to and stores information of everything that happens to the body, making it the center of our body memory. Both pain and pleasure from the past are stored here, which is why we can feel butterflies in the stomach. 
in anticipation of something desirable or feel sick to our stomach and even have literal bathroom problems if something triggers a stored fear. The heart center is related to the true self. Maybe you want to call this spirit or soul, but it ties us to inner inspiration and is related to the present moment. Being in a very physical world that really impacts the body, the feelings of the gut speak loudly. But if we can set all that aside and bring ourselves into the present moment, the heart is where we hear the still, small voice, where our genius resides, and where feelings of genuine gratitude and love flow into us. Keep in mind, this is totally different from the body's idea or the mind's idea of gratitude and love. This is where we access the highest forms possible for humans, and this is where real transformation resides. This is why heart is at the center of our philosophy. The brain center is related to the future. It's where we plan for things. This is not where genius resides. Genius is in the heart. But used rightly, the mind is an incredible tool. Its training is what gives us the tools to apply our genius. This is why true education, where you learn to research and debate and challenge and think for yourself, is so important to reaching your potential. In fact, all three brains are. Without the heart's genius and the brain's ideas on how to apply this genius, and a body, an environment that's healthy enough to enable that application, without all three of these, we cannot reach our potential. And again, that's why we're heart, body, and business. For those who are entrepreneurs, business is the mind's application of our genius, and we need heart and body behind this. Now, the thing about the brain is that the gut and heart both speak to it. They inform it. If it's going to plan, it needs its inspiration, and it also needs to know about the environment it's operating in. This is what the gut or body tells it. Unfortunately, the body fails to process a lot of events. We call these shocks and traumas. Chronic stress would fall into this as well. The body holds these as active memories, which keep telling the brain that something from the past is happening now, which means the brain is planning things from a place of fear or worry. In short, something difficult from the past is projected into the future. This isn't always wrong. The body stores experience that we plan from, but it can be faulty when something that truly belongs to the past was never emotionally resolved. And so, while we should be planning from a place of peace and gratitude in the present moment, where the energy of creation really exists, we're planning from the past where no creative energy exists. Humans are extraordinarily powerful, but they're powerful from their true selves, from the heart, from the present moment. And unfortunately, most of their energy is held in the past or projected into the future, and they're unable to tap into most of that power. So we see wisps of power, mere bits of our potential. And this we want 
more of. We want humans to tap their potential, to express what is in them to express. Because in our hearts, we want a better world for ourselves that is created by crafting a better world for all. Hearts unite us in this way. This is why as we work to develop ourselves, as we seek to express our best selves, we have to be careful about the traps all around us that pull us toward division and fear. There are practicalities of keeping ourselves safe. This is part of staying healthy and being able to live our lives. But these practicalities do not need to mix with anger and fear, which hold us outside the power of the present. To be honest about my own life view, there are those who know this and use this because there is such an attraction to power. It is a very old matter of survival, seeking power over those around you. It's an ancient energy that had its place, and of course, rightly applied, still has its place. Maybe topic for another day. But those who abide in this old energy need to minimize the power of others if they're to maintain control. Thus, a great deal is done to drive our fears and angers. If we are the great ones, we rise above it, even if only sometimes, as we're here to learn. And in my view, rising above it, holding to our present and our true source energy, we optimize our opportunities for health, happiness, and yes, for our business success. As I said, this is not every detail we could explore on this topic, but it's an overview of the philosophy I structure many of my thoughts around, and clearly one that is central to the very idea of heart-body business. So, I hope the overview not only made sense, but perhaps encourages you to think in a new way about the importance of developing the habit of bringing yourself into the present moment, feeling gratitude for everything around you, and opening the way for the genius that cannot wait to move through you. Till next time, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. You can also join our mailing list to get alerts on our latest episodes and other tips, tools, and news. Learn more and sign up at heartbodybusiness.com.